The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morenci. Oh, man. Where do we even start this evening? Richard Jefferson and Skip Bayless are going at it. The Montreal Canadiens beat the Toronto Maple Leafs. And the Canadiens are starting to get hot right now because they got this kid, Cole uh, Cofield, who becomes the first player in NHL history. That's right. First player in NHL history in which he scored the overtime winner in his first two games in the league. All right, so I've got some questions about this. Like, why the hell did the Montreal Canadiens not call this uh, kid up, uh, like, before, like, two games ago, considering how hard you guys have sucked and lacked offensive uh, spark and skill? Uh, that's, that's like, my, uh, my first question. My second, uh, my second point is, for all of you out there, and I'm talking to you, McKinnis, if you're listening right now, Mr. Canadians. Oh, Cole Julian. Oh, yes. Yeah, they lost in overtime all the time. Why? Because the Canadian players had no skill. Now you got the little sniper in the house, uh, and now suddenly they're winning in overtime. It's funny how that works. It's not coaching. It's playing. All right? This kid's got it. Number three, this kid seems like a real sniper. Seems like a real sniper, uh, Cole does. But I've got a beef with him wearing number 22. All right, number 22 should be retired by the Montreal Canadiens, but that's another story. Uh, So, uh, you know, I'm all over the place here because I sort of want to defend Richard Jefferson against Skip Bayless, which I will, but it's hard to defend LeBron James when you see that, like, fake-ass, fake-ass, like, fake shot to the head that he took last night. Oh, I've been shot! Like, dude... For all of you people that are in the LeBron is better than the Jordan crowd, why don't you watch The Last Dance, all right? I know, you know, you guys don't know a lot about stuff that's happened in the past. I know you're not into any educational, so at least this is about basketball. And watch, watch what Michael Jordan went through. This guy used to literally get punched in the face in the paint, and they wouldn't even call a foul. He used to get punched in the stomach. The Pistons used to punch him, used to punch him, all right? LeBron James quit in the middle of an NBA Finals game because the air conditioning broke in San Antonio. Enough said. Next. Come again. All right, Paul Bovey's going to step up, and we won't get Bovey uh, going here. Bovey's not a LeBron guy. Like I said, that was just pathetic, that fake. That was just so fake. Fake, fake, fake. Faker than a counterfeit bill, man. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. Remember the good old days before you found us, got the winning edge, and started winning? Neither do we. Thank God. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. 
But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Dot com. When you're sick, you call a doctor. When your pipes break, you call a plumber. And when you're ready to win, you keep it right here. For sports gaming strategies and information, experts, it's a thing. The home of the winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Hey, Brian. Care to place a wager? Tomorrow night on Fox's Celebrity Boxing, I've got Carol Channing beating Mike Tyson in three rounds. Carol Channing. You've got Carol Channing, the actress, beating Mike Tyson, the boxer. Hell, give me 50 bucks on Tyson. Yeah, you're in good company. Betting Freddy took the same wager. Let's roll. Betting Freddie in the house. I am betting Marenzi uh, throwing down on the Monday Night Meltdown. Rick Saratella will join us in level three. We'll get into the NFL. Uh, FanDuel has already posted um, rookie of the year props. Rookie of the year props, and the numbers are moving already. And in fact, I think I might throw a couple of these props at the, the man that joins us right now. I'm looking forward to talking basketball with Mr. Paul Bovey. But like all of us, Paul's got football fever. And in fact, um, Paul joins us from Los Angeles, but he was just in Las Vegas um, getting some NFL action in. Mr. Paul Bovey, covers.com, uh, steps up and in. Paul, always a pleasure. How you doing, Paul? Hey, Gabe, uh, I just want to remind you one thing, that the Knicks have beaten the Washington Wizards three times this year, nary a loss by scores uh, 17 points, 18 points, and four points. And by the way, Richard Jefferson, this guy never heard of Broward County, and he's also never seen Dr. Drew. He kind of makes me laugh. I listened to his commentary during the games and it's uh, off times of music. Well, number one, yeah. Well, Broward County. I don't know how he doesn't have never heard of Broward County. Probably produced more football players than any other county uh, in America. And as far as Dr. Drew is concerned, I, I applaud him for not watching Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew's a scumbag. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I approve. So thank you. I guess you were listening off the top. I don't have the Raptors to, to back up here, so I'm on the Wizards bandwagon. Uh, but I got to tell you, if it was Randall that just went off for 21 and 24 like this, oh, Randall's the best. He should be the MVP. And Russell Westbrook gets no love. No love. And I just wonder, though, when people say that this guy is selfish, how the hell a guy could be selfish and have 24 assists? Like, uh, like that's so you're, that 24 assists, that's not selfish. That, by definition, assists means you're sharing the ball. And... You know, the guy's a guard, bro, racking up these type of rebounds. Even the biggest Westbrook hater, and I don't know where you stand on him. We'll get to LeBron in a minute. Uh, I don't know where you stand on Westbrook, but you got to admit, this guy's balling. He's balling, Gabe. But look, this Wizards team is fattening up against the likes of the Cavs twice, the Warriors, the Thunder, the Lakers without LeBron. Uh, the Pistons, their winning streak is built on, in my opinion, I'm not going to say it's air, but it's certainly not top-flight competition. They're still 30-35. and 35. they got a lot of work to do. As far as Russell Westbrook, I, I just don't think he's a winner. I think he's a little Carmelo Anthony-ish in that he just doesn't get teams to rise to the next level, and that's his job. 
And look, I'm going to give him a lot of credit tonight. You're right. 21 and 24 rebounds to assists. So he did distribute the ball, even though he wasn't scoring only 14 points tonight. But he did have six turnovers. But, uh, okay, I'll give him his props for tonight. But I just, again, and I've said it before, I just don't think he's a, a winner. All right, and here it is. 13 and 3 in their last 16. 13 and 3. They beat Golden State. They beat Utah. Uh, they beat the Pelicans. You're right. They played a, they played a few. Uh, hasn't been the toughest to grind. But actually, and if you look, Paul, so look, it gets a little tougher now. So Milwaukee, Toronto, Indiana again, back-to-back against Atlanta, Cleveland, and Charlotte. I don't even think the Raptors want to make it, but I've been wondering, can the Wizards keep this up? Are they, are they going to play at this clip, like, down the stretch? I mean, so they've got they got seven games left. They're 13-3 and three in their last 16. I mean, are these guys really going to end the season on a 20-3 and three run? Or are they going to hit a wall? Well, I, I will say I posted the over. It was the only OU I posted tonight, and I, and I did post it on covers. And VI, uh, the, the number was high at 246, but I don't think you should be scared off with this because the team they went against the, tonight in the Indiana Pacers is basically defenseless without Miles Turner in the lineup. Uh, they did get Sabonis back, which was uh, obviously important to their offense, and they've been able to score some points of late with him in the lineup. And even though they didn't have Malcolm Brogdon, uh, they eclipsed 140. But unfortunately, without playing defense, uh, you know, bad things are going to happen, and the Pacers probably will not make the play in, and, and they will uh, be out of the playoffs this year. All right, so Paul Bovey kicking with us. A lot of stuff to get to. So, and listen, I don't want to. I don't want to harp on Skip Bayless, but I just like the comeback from Jefferson. Although now Jefferson's getting called out for ageism. <laughs> They're like, you know, that's not cool that you called him senile. And so, um, so I don't know. Skip Bayless comes out of the blue, and I don't know. Like Skip Bayless makes a living saying stupid things, so I don't know why he's calling out somebody else. What he cares about what somebody's talking about on their own podcast. So Skip Bayless says Richard Jefferson is now kissing uh, back up to LeBron on the Gilbert Arenas podcast, saying LeBron is a better scorer than MJ was. RJ obviously needs LBGA back on his tripping podcast. So transparent, so absurd. You have an open invitation to join me on Undisputed, Richard. Richard Jefferson responds. Can someone please explain to this senile old man that I work for ESPN, the network that has basketball. That's why I can't go on Fox. He knows this, and this is why he shoots these dusty blanks. Why don't you hobble your old ass onto the road trip and podcast? No networks, no restrictions. And, you know... I'm going to I'm going to have to give this as a Twitter judge. I'm going to have to give this to uh, to Richard Jefferson uh, this one. But <laughs> let's get into LeBron right now. And I just retweeted this. Did you see this Paul last night against the Raptors where LeBron pretended to get elbowed in the head against Stanley Johnson? He even got touched. He literally didn't get touched. And he did the all oh, my head like he did the the acted, you know, for like a good 10, 15 seconds. And of course, he's fine again. This guy's worse than a soccer player. And and I'm not here to attack LeBron, but it just bothers me when I see this stuff. And I told people on Twitter, for those of you in this LeBron crowd over Jordan, I don't have to tell you, Paul, but Jordan used to literally get punched in the stomach in the paint and they wouldn't even call a foul. 
Like, they used to elbow him in the face, punch him in the face. You'll see, like, watch the last dance. Jordan's actually punching back. Like, these guys would punch each other in the paint, and they wouldn't even call fouls. Like, uh, so, you know, like, so LeBron pretends to get hit. Jordan actually did get hit. And I like to see LeBron put up numbers when you got Dennis Rodman and Bill Lambeer up your ass all night, too, uh, Paul. That's it. I'm not trying to criticize LeBron. LeBron's great, but for all you kids out there that don't live in reality, I'm just giving you a wake-up call. You know what I'm saying, Paul? Yeah, you just kind of punched him in the face, kicked him in the head, but I'm not trying to beat him up, uh, but I'll help <laughs> him up now. No, he's, he's worthy. <laughs> he, he, Come on, Gabe. He's worthy of criticism. I, I, I kind of scoff at this stuff right now because it's almost to the point where I expect it out of LeBron James. Uh, I didn't see the play last night, but it doesn't surprise me. And that was an embarrassing loss for them. They opened up double digits in the first quarter. Toronto has no Von Fleet, and they still lose the game. And Toronto second of back-to-back. That is an embarrassing loss for the Lakers. And, of course, he went his, into his theatrics with the play-in, which I'll give him props on because he did criticize it back in 2018 when the NBA was contemplating it. But still, I mean, back off, just go out and win the basketball games you're supposed to win, and you won't have to deal with the play-in. All right, I just tweeted you. We got a break coming up. So during the break, just check it out. I just tweeted you the play. I didn't catch this either, actually. Uh, you know, I, I just saw this in the morning. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, really? It's like, come on, bro. Like, have a little self-respect. Like, you're LeBron James, man. Like, that, you know, that's, that's just a thing. You know, I, what, it's like, oh, you, well, I'm playing to get the extra foul. Like, if I was a referee, like, I, w- I wouldn't forgive him for this stuff. Like, Jordan didn't do this crap. That's just what bothers me. A lot of things bother me tonight. Bring it. It's your lucky day. You found the trusted source for gaming, odds, and more. Go ahead, kick the tires. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Thing to the home of the winning edge. We're always here. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you don't have to mark your calendar or anything. What do you got going on anyway? That's what we thought. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Welcome to the bullpen day. Hello? Hi. Derek, uh, this indoor soccer is a new sport. Could you tell us something about it? Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. It's, it's soccer played indoors, like in a hockey rink. Sort of soccer hockey. <laughs> Boy, that's an interesting combination. 
What are the rules? I don't know, really. <laughs> I don't care. I see. How does your team look? Uh, mostly Venezuelan. Great. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Ridge. I am Gamble Morenci. All right, Paul, we sent it to you twice now. All you got to do, you got to scroll up. It's part of a thread, as the kids call it, Paul. Part, part, uh, part of a thread. <laughs> I sent Paul the link. He's like, uh, there's nothing there. It's a blank. It's like, I, so I just look. No, it's there. You got to scroll just scroll up a little bit. I sent it twice now. Paul Bovey kicking with us. Covers, uh, covers.com. You got it now? <laughs> All right, now, now we've lost Get Paul. It. Or Paul, Paul stepped no, away. No, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm here, buddy. I'm right, here. Right. That's, I'm, okay. that's, I, was, I, was lurching, I was lurching forward in disbelief. It was actually funny. Doesn't surprise me. Like, I, this is the NBA. Full of theatrics. I actually talked to Tim Donaghy uh, a couple times. A I talked to him about this stuff. It's, it's, it's pretty funny. Uh, all right, so Paul Bovey. Now, now Paul is cutting in and out after all that. So hopefully that was just a little hiccup. Uh, so, so listen, I don't want to dwell on the Lakers here, but we were talking about this with Dave Sharapat earlier, and the Lakers are rolling right now against the Denver Nuggets and sort of a gut check uh, game here this evening. Uh, but it is surprising just when you consider when you consider reality. And, and the facts here that the Lakers right now, even if they avoid this play and stuff, let's say they end up as a six seed. They could end up playing the Clippers in the first round. So let me just cut to the chase in which the, how, how can the Lakers be Western Conference favorites, bro? I, you, know, you can argue that, oh, seeding doesn't matter, but I, I'll argue that it does. They might have to play the Clippers in the first round or they'll have to uh, they'll play in the play-in tournament. So, I don't know. I just don't understand the math here, how the Lakers can be favorites to win the Western Conference. Well, look, I think a lot of these come with, uh, they take into account pedigree, and they take into account hope, and people just go that the Lakers form a last. All right, hold on, hold on. Hold on. You're dying on us, Paul. You're dying on us. The hiccup is becoming worse. All right, see if you can reconnect uh, with him, uh, Matthias. Because uh, uh, now it's, it, it okay. sounds like it's not, it sounds like he's in a submarine, and it's just getting worse. <laughs> wow. Paul's on a roll tonight. I have to send him a tweet twice, uh, so he's got to scroll up to see it. First, he's lurching away, and I wish I never sent the damn tweet. Everything was fine before. Anytime I try to layer anything on top of anything, like it's like a cake, then the cake implodes. It's like a house of cards. It's like, you know, things were going well. Maybe I shouldn't have, like, sent the tweet. And um, <laughs> and it's turned into, like, like during the break, he's like, I don't see anything. It's empty. It's like, I didn't send you an empty tweet. You got to look up. It's part of a threat. So we'll try to get Paul Bovey back here. Feel like Tom Wilson. I'm gonna start like snapping and hitting people with hockey sticks here. <sighs> Speaking of which, we were we were just tweeting some uh, some great old school hockey brawls uh, tonight, and my uncle started literally and figuratively, no exaggeration, started what is known as the biggest and nastiest hockey brawl in the history of hockey. 
It's called the uh, the brawl. It's called the brawl at the mall. <laughs> it's called the brawl at the mall. We'll get to that a little bit with George Kurtz. All right. Hopefully, we got a uh, good connection with Paul now. Everything all right now, Bovi? I'm back. I'm back, Gabe. How am I? Am all I all right? right? Yeah, yeah. It's better now. You're back in the New York uh, groove. Okay. That's much better. All right. Thank you. Okay. So as I was saying, as I was saying, the Lakers. They're either going to be in a playing tournament. They're going to have to play the Clippers. You know, either way, their road is a hell of a lot harder. And I'm not buying in this flick to switch stuff. Forget about LeBron faking getting elbowed in the head and stuff, man. The guy's foot isn't right. We know this. And, you know, well, I just, it's not the same as last year. Everything fell into place for them last year. I'm not buying into this team. So the question is who's coming out of the West? Because I don't think it's the Lakers. And therefore, there's value with other teams because the Lakers are favored right now. Yeah, there's value with other teams, but you look at Utah. You know, I'm a backer of the Jazz from the season, and they don't have Donovan Mitchell in there. And you, you, you have to question how severe this injury is, when he'll return. He has a 21.4 player efficiency rating, shooting 39% from three. And, uh, you know, Mike Conley's out of the lineup as well. Uh, he's only played 49 uh, games this year, so that's 43 points out of the lineup, and the Jazz are just not good enough to survive that. Look at Denver. Obviously, lost Jamal Murray for the year. Will Barton is out with a hamstring injury, and they're in again. You, uh, big divot out of the lineup, and you wonder, who is the true point guard? Now, Austin River filling in admirably, but he certainly lacks the offensive scoring punch that Murray brings to the table, although he is a very good defender. The other night he had only three points, but was a plus 21. So I don't think it's going to be Denver. I don't think it's going to be Utah unless they're at full strength. You know I've been critical of Phoenix. Uh, The Clippers uh, have been erratic, to say the least. They're going to need a healthy Patrick Beverly, but you look at the Clippers, yes, they've lost three in a row, but 13-3 and three over the last 16 with Kawhi Leonard in the lineup. So as long as he's healthy, you have to feel as though the Clippers are going to be competitive. And I think you narrowed it down to the two teams. I'm not going to disagree with the Clippers. I do believe in Kawhi Leonard. Um, to me, there's a lot of pressure on Kawhi. I don't think he cares. I'm not going to say he feels it, but Ballmer didn't bring him there to like not win, right? Ballmer brought him there to win a championship, and it was made worse that the fact that LeBron and the Lakers were the ones that won the championship. They're still in the same building. They have another banner there. So, you know, Kawhi turned the NBA upside down to go there. He sabotaged the Raptors. He sabotaged, like, Paul George. He, he screwed around with the Lakers. Like, he pissed everybody off. God knows what really happened with Uncle Dennis behind the scenes. These guys were asking for, like, jets and helicopters and stuff. Um, so, you know, you want jets and helicopters and all this crap. You better win a freaking title, right? That's the way I look at it. But I respect him as a player. Um, and I think, you know, I think anytime you have, if, like you said, a healthy Kawhi Leonard can beat a lot of people. But I swear, Paul, I think you underestimate the Phoenix Suns still. Like, to me, it comes down to the Clippers and the Suns. And the whole point of this starting was just, I don't, I'm don't, i not buying into the Lakers, and I can't believe they're, they're at, like, plus 240. I don't get that. 
Well, I'll say this about the Phoenix Suns. I am a huge Chris Paul fan, and he's got the eye of the tiger. You could tell that of everybody in the West, this guy wants to win as much or more than any, anybody else. So, I mean, he's rescued them. He rescued that game against the Knicks. He hit some circus shots at the end. I don't know how they pulled that game out, but they did. And I'm going to give the guy a lot of credit. If anybody can take Phoenix to the next level, and if they get the top seed, it'll be the first time since 2005 when they were eliminated in the conference finals. Uh, It will be Chris Paul, but I still don't think they have the interior defense, and I still think they rely too heavily on the three-point shot, but we'll see how it plays out. And let's let's switch gears to your New York Knicks, uh, actually, and who I see, as I don't need to tell you, Phoenix, that was the blemish that, that ended the win streak. But what's impressive about the Knicks, and I'll give the Knicks credit, um, is, and it's funny, though, because people are really hyping the Knicks up. You know, there's a ton of New York hype all the time and bias, so suddenly they're good. And, you know, it's being it's being really blown up here. But I'm seeing right now 42 to one, bro, to win the Eastern Conference. Still, the odds makers are not uh, buying in. But I was going to say they're pretty much just not winning, Paul. The Knicks are like winning convincingly, aren't they? Like they're they know, they're winning. You know, there's a few close games here. There's a few overtime games along the way. But, you know, 14 point win tonight, 25 point win against Houston. Um, beats uh, they beat the Bulls by 19, lost to Phoenix, beat the Raptors by 17, beat Atlanta by 10, uh, beat Charlotte uh, by 12, um, by 12. Um, you know, New Orleans beat them by 10, Dallas beat them by eight, uh, New Orleans beat them by 10, Lakers uh, you know beat them by uh, beat them by 15. It's a lot of double digit wins along the way here, Paul. Yeah, look, they're getting it done. This is, uh, you bet against the Knicks. I a lot of people just sit and wait for them to lose because the history of it and such a degree for losing just not happening. They're a covering machine. And as I mentioned, they shouldn't have lost that game to Phoenix. And then you back and they lose that game uh, a while ago to New Orleans. And, and it's a very dis. Or actually, New Orleans, and it was a disappointing loss for uh, the Pelicans. Uh, they've won some real competitive. They've played well to back. Hold on, hold on, Paul. Matthias, please try to fix this with the phone and stuff. You're dying on us, Paul. Like, can you change phones or, like, we got a problem? It's getting worse, like, progressively. Bring it. Remember the good old days before you found us, got the winning edge, and started winning? Neither do we. Thank God. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. When you're sick, you call a doctor. When your pipes break, you call a plumber. And when you're ready to win, you keep it right here. For sports gaming strategies and information. Experts. It's a thing. The home of the winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. And you know what? It'll be nice having a little extra cash to bet on college football. Yeah, I'd like to bet a hundred bucks. You want to pick a team? No, just take it. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. We came out uh, hot to start the show. And uh, we'll see what happens over the next uh, couple of minutes. <laughs> but it's not the way we wanted to get uh, the uh, the week rolling along. Anytime I'm too optimistic about a show, it'll backfire. I'm telling you. I've been doing this 19 years, I know. I know, and I felt too good tonight. I was like, oh, got a ton of stuff I want to rage about. We've got a ton of guests to get on here. This will be great. And uh, uh, so far, Paul, uh, Paul Bovey has been cutting in and out. Um, so we'll give it one last opportunity here. So it's not terrible, but it seems to get worse as we go on. So let's give it a last shot here with Paul Bovey. All right, uh, Paul. So uh, I wanted to get into the NFL uh, with you. Are you still driving back? Is that why? Are you in the middle of the desert right no, now? Or are you no, back no, in no. Los Angeles? Gabe, I have Cox Gigablast. I pay $130 a month for my internet, but I guess I got a little lax because sometimes I hardwire it, but because I have Gigablast, I didn't, but I'll do it next week, but still this shouldn't happen. But anyway, no, I'm back and I'm ready and uh, let's fire away. <laughs> All right, so Paul, let's get it. There we go. Sounds, sounds a little better. Hardwire. That, that's what it came down to. Come on, Bovey. Yeah, technology, man. Technology, not your friend this evening. So let's get let's get into the NFL, which I was waiting for the draft before we start to really get into these win totals. And there is a little bit of a wait, but how much are the how much do you think these numbers will move? Because if they're if they're gonna hold your money for this long. They're going to hold your money for this long, then they've got to give you a, a, a fair number, right? So you think these numbers are going to stay locked in, or how much do they move? No, Gabe, they'll move, and rightfully so. And I give William Hill credit uh, for taking the action because not all books had it up in Vegas, and <laughs> I was able to fire off a few times, although they cut me uh, back the second time around. It's they cut worse me back now. The second time around. What? Hold on, hold on, Paul. It's actually worse now. Now, now, now it, it was good for. Yeah, it was good. Matthias, hold on, put them on, put them all. Yeah, it was. It was good for a minute, but uh, I'm gonna. I'm die. Like uh, I'm gonna have a heart attack here. I'm gonna have a heart attack. I'm having um, flashbacks of that time with Herb Dean, uh, the UFC referee. Herb Dean on line one. Herb Dean line two. Herb Dean line three. <laughs> it was better until it sounded like uh, like a stick song, like Mr. Roboto. All right, so I guess it wasn't meant to be with Paul Bowie this evening. Uh, that was uh, that was anticlimactic. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's technical issues uh, in in Los Angeles. <laughs> I don't know. At least people seem to be entertained by my frustration. Somebody says that I'm sweating a lot. I'm not sweating at all. I'm dry. I'm bone dry. 
I'm drier than Mitt Romney's kitchen. <laughs> Dude, that was good. Uh, listen, we, we love Paul. And, uh, normally, yeah, yeah, thank you, uh, Matthias. I just told that was good. See, that went way over a lot of people's heads. They don't get it. Drier than Mitt Romney's kitchen. But, uh, no, listen, <laughs> Bovey, yeah, you know, I'm not even going to explain it for people. But, uh, no, Bovey's great. Uh, Bovey, that's why I'm disappointed. Bovey's one of our favorite guests. And uh, normally, normally uh, Paul has a pretty adequate uh, phone connection. Except this week, we seem to be doomed from the start. Started off okay, then we got into sort of little hiccups. Then it progressively got worse. Then it got a little bit better. Then it got much, 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 much worse. Then we went to another break. I was having a near heart attack and meltdown. Um, they switched systems. We were informed there was some sort of like, uh, I don't know, sounded like better when he wasn't hardwired. <laughs> yeah, I'm cooler than the other pillow, as Cam would say. I'm cooler. I don't know. Let's, let's get Paul on later in the week. We'll, we'll, re, uh, we'll rebook Paul. But I thank Paul Bovius for sabotaging the start uh, of our week. I appreciate it. I got I swear to God, Matthias, if it's not one person, it's going to be another, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, if it's not one person, it's, it's going to be, it's going to, it's got to be something. You know, and not to mention, I don't even think these games are going very well for me right now. And I, I don't even want to look. I don't even want to look uh, because of this. You know, because I'm already on edge. So I don't want to look and go, son of a bitch, that these guys can't even beat these guys. Are you kidding me? Are you absolutely kidding me? So thank you to Paul Bovey for joining us on the program this evening. And we're just, you know, listen, it, it happens. Paul's a, uh, uh, Paul's a great guy who, as I stated, normally it's not a weekly thing with Paul or anything like that, so... There's no, um, we won't put an asterisk next to his name. Except now, the thing is, guys, and the thing is, Matthias, we've got George Kurtz coming up next. <laughs> and we all know, we all know that the 1969 supposed moon landing you know, sometimes has uh, better uh, audio, although Kurtz has been on fire recently. I'm not going to call, I don't want to jinx anything. I'll just change the subject. I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the subject right now. <laughs> so as I was about to talk with Paul about these NFL NFL win totals, a little bit too early. Uh, right. Like I said, yeah, they're going to change and stuff. And if you've got deep pockets, you've got a big bankroll. I see there's a little value out there with some of these numbers. And I will tell you that the that the um, rookie of the year props have already uh, started to move. Which is amazing. It didn't didn't take long for these numbers to move. So uh, Trevor Lawrence is the favorite. Rick Saratella will join us later. We'll get into this with Rick a bit. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is the favorite to win Rookie of the Year at plus two seventy. Justin Fields is plus five hundred. Zach Wilson is plus seven hundred. Trey Lance um, is Trey Lance has been bouncing around all day, man. Uh, this stuff is a lot like this stuff is a lot like uh, the draft was. Trey Lance now 900. Uh, Mac Jones plus 950. Kyle Pitts 13 to 1. Jamar Chase uh, 15 to 1. Najee Harris 15 to 1. Travis Etienne uh, 15 to 1. And I tell you, a couple of these dudes that are at the top of the board here aren't even going to play. How the hell is Zach Wilson going to be rookie of the year? 
Unless they're giving out, like, um, awards for who has, like, the nicest hair as far as new quarterbacks in the league. I guess. Who has, like, the blondest hair? And, uh, you know, who, who has the nicest headband? I guess you'll win rookie of the year. How the hell is Zach Wilson? Zach Wilson's going to get murdered with the Jets, all right? It's not going to end well for this kid. Yeah, Justin Fields in the mix, but I think some of the value is uh, dug down uh, a little bit deeper. So as I stated, a lot of stuff to get to here still uh, this evening, and I am sort of scared. There's a couple of baseball games, a couple of baseball games uh, that I had money on that I see. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not liking. I'm not liking this. Stupid Seattle Mariners. Really? You're going to lose to Baltimore? That's what I'm talking about. We've been killing it. We've had a nice little run, too, but you know what? I'm starting to see my account is starting to add up a little bit right now. So it's not a complete disaster, but I don't know. We've had a lot of winning nights as of late, and it uh, looks like we're staring at like a minus night right now. I'm telling you, it's one, one of these days. One of these days. So we got everyone fired up on Twitter about Tom Wilson. Everyone fired up about Steve Shutt. And I threw this out there earlier, actually. And we'll get uh, we'll get uh, George Kurtz's take on this. But basically, listen, Steve Shutt, a former Montreal Canadiens player, all right? Five-time Stanley Cup champion. And he's a Hall of Famer. And this kid, this kid, Caulfield, uh, uh, Cole uh, Caulfield, um, this kid is wearing number 22. I was just sort of surprised that it was, I never really thought about it before, about Steve Schutt's number, but, you know, just imagine, like, you, you win five Stanley Cups, five championships, and you're a Hall of Famer. I don't know what more you have to do to get your jersey retired. <laughs> like, like only, only Montreal, they have some sort of, like, very, they have a high bar in Montreal. Higher, higher than, uh, you know, higher than it should be, actually. High, higher than it should be. But Steve Shutt, like, I was just thinking, like, can you imagine? Are the New York Islanders going to let uh, someone wear Mike Bossy's uh, number? Are they on number 20? No. I, I didn't think so. I didn't think so. But it just goes to show the lack of respect that the organization has for the past. But this kid's a stud and has provided a spark. And it's getting real right now in the National Hockey League. It's getting real in the NBA right now. But the NHL is getting real, real. Uh, somebody, a pizza guy on Twitter says, uh, what's the Herb Dean story? Uh, we've told the Herb Dean story. Uh, it was basically, we were, we were, it was a live UFC card. It was like two, three hours before the event. And we were doing like a show with like the, the Octagon girls and stuff. It was pretty cool. Ariane Celeste and, and, and the other ones. It was before Britney at the time and stuff. It was like the old days. But it was really dumb. Like we did, like there was like an after the UFC party at this bar and we were like emceeing it and like broadcasting from there. Like, and <laughs> for whatever reason, we broadcasted from the place before like the place was even open, like earlier in the day. So that was pretty stupid. And we had a bunch of UFC fighters there and, um, and nobody's there. It was like a big brouhaha. And... They tell me Herb Dean's on line one, except Herb Dean was not. They're like, Herb Dean's ready to go. 
and Herb Dean wasn't there. And then they told me the second time, no, no, he's really there this time. We had a problem. He's really there. And then he wasn't there. And then basically after like the third time, everybody stormed off the set. <laughs> the UFC fighters like, oh, we're out of here. And uh, I had like a complete meltdown about don't, don't effing tell me he's there if he's not there. Right? Yeah, the Herb, the Herb Dean story. And it's funny. It's funny because that's the night actually. And it just, just came up earlier this evening. And I hadn't thought about this night in years. I never think about this night. But with Forrest Griffin. Forrest Griffin, like we were doing a show at some like nightclub. You know what I mean? Like a type of club. And I hated those things. That was the thing. Remember in the old days, I'd always host, the, I would be part of the UFC like after parties. And. They were always in these stupid nightclubs and stuff that we would never even go to or be allowed into, like generally, right? If it wasn't for like a UFC night. And they wouldn't let Cam Stewart into a bar in Montreal. Like basically they told him, no, you're not dressed. You can't get in. The wardrobe is not good. And he was like, I'm part of the radio crew here. We were on Sirius in the old days, Hardcore Sports Radio. And he's like... Um, and basically, I guess, like, one of the bouncers, like, sort of pushed Cam <laughs> and said, listen, buddy, enough. Like, get the hell out of here. Like, it was on, like, these big metal steps. Like, buddy tried to push Cam down a flight of steps, essentially. Some big, like, uh, jackass bouncer type. And uh, Forrest Griffin jumped in with Cam and said, yo, if you're effing with him, you're effing with me. And then they got into it. Like, the bouncers didn't care about getting into it with Forrest Griffin. Like it was one, one uh, episode after another. Always an adventure. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. When you're a winner, you get good at spotting advantages. Like us. Sports gaming strategies and expert information. The winning edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. It's simple, really. You have a choice. Either listen to Sports Grid and get the winning edge. Or don't. And get really good at explaining things to your increasingly impatient wife. Happy wife, happy life, dude. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio. Sirius XM Channel 204. Management class. So listen, Paul Bovey just sent us a message with one of those screenshots 
of um, of like his internet speed and all that. And and we'll, the company will remain nameless. But he's like, I got a big problem. I paid him a lot of money. And like, that's the thing, huh? I don't know about that stuff. I don't even know how to check. Yeah, I, you know what? I, we've done it a couple of times, but I've had somebody sort of like guide me through it um, with with the speed. But all these, you know, all these providers, they all tell you like, oh, yeah, it's this gigabytes and this mega. I don't know what the hell that means. So what does it mean? Like and how many people are actually checking all the time? Right. So like if you're doing a radio hit in the middle of the night, they get caught. It's like, you know, so Paul's in rage. He's like, what the hell is this speed? He's like, I don't pay for this speed. Right. He caught them. <laughs> he caught them. So uh, Paul might might or not be on the phone right now. Uh, I think he actually said he's going to wait. He goes, I'm going to deal with this in the morning, but I'm calling him. So uh, believe me, he will. Next thing you know, Paul's going to have a story next week about how he's in court with these guys. <laughs> like, like Paul's going to be like, yeah, things escalated and now I'm suing them. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how that plays out. But, yeah, we'll get Ken to tell the story on Wednesday. He'll tell it better than me just because I wasn't there with him. I was and I wasn't. I was inside the club. But what was funny is it was the UFC, and I was already there at the event. And Cam actually sat with Forrest Griffin for like six hours on a train, all right, going to Toronto or Montreal, from Toronto to Montreal. And Cam didn't really know who Forrest Griffin was, and Forrest Griffin liked that, right? Cam kind of knew, but Cam told Forrest Griffin how he hates all these idiots on the train with Affliction t-shirts. He's like, I hate these UFC fans. They're a bunch of idiots. Because they all think they're fighters. And Forrest Griffin loved Cam. He's like, yeah, me too. Right? So Forrest Griffin liked Cam because Cam didn't know who he was and stuff. Right? So he saved Cam from crazy bouncers. Bring it. Some artists work in clay, some in oils. We work in actionable insights and expert perspectives. But we just call it the winning edge. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts.